welcome welcome back everyone happy sunday hope everyone is well my name is Tabriz, founder of the amateur football platform we're gonna go straight into it straight into it gonna go straight to the div one div two results uh and again just to let you guys know pete who's the manager of the sundays and founder of all of old peeps fc and danny the vice captain of the first team from peeps will be on the show but uh let's go straight to the results from div one and div two of the sunday vets football league the results from yesterday um in the cup uh rolling reporters sorry roving reporters nil uh, LSU Masters 7, Independent First 5, Johnson and Phillips 2, Metrogas 3, Bromley Vets 3, Metrogas win on penalties. These are all in the cup, apart from the independent result. New Park Home win, um, Wood, uh, Woodcombs Sports and Socials 1, Charcoal 4 in the cup. And this is how the league looks at this present moment in time. Independent first, Leonie Star second, Long Lane third, LSU fourth, Charcoal fifth, New Park sixth, Glebe seventh, Johnson and Phillips eighth, Sport in Santos ninth, and Metro Gas tenth. These are the up and coming fixtures. All cup uh, competitions, I believe, in Div One. And you're looking at Glee versus Cray, Independent versus Catford Wanderers, Long Learn versus LSU Legends, New Pack First versus Sporting, uh, Sporting Santos, Metro Gas versus Charcoal, and Swanscomb Tigers versus Johnson and Phillips. Going straight to Division Two from yesterday, Bow Street four, Le- the Legends three, Cray Wanderers one, Parkwood three, Kuya two. Wallenham 6, Nord Lakers 1, Catford 3. And this is how the table looks right now. Wallenham 1st, Seagas 2nd, Hollington 3rd, Catford 4th, Bow Street Runners 5th, Kawuya 6th, Parkwood 7th, London South, United Legends 8th, Cray 9th, and Norwood Lakers 10th. And we have a huge... Fixture list for Division 2. Uh, cup competitions. Glebe versus Cray. Hollington versus Parkwood. Independent versus Catford. Legends versus um, Stevenage Vets. Long Lane versus LSU. Yeah, LSU Legends. Have I said LSU Legends before? Oh, okay. Um, I think there's kind of something... That that's uh, repeating there. I'm not too sure exactly who legends are facing, <laughs> but they've got two games in, in that one day. Uh, SP Athletic versus Wallenham, Seagas versus Cudham, Wallenham versus Bow Street, Kuya versus Seagas. Okay, so that's the roundup of Div 1, Div 2. So let me bring in the special guest today. Um, I just want to say big shout out to Sean um, that literally contacted me a few months ago talking about his team very passionately uh, and I was very, very intrigued. And again, um, you know, uh, this is, I believe, this is a team um, to actually watch out for. Um, And uh, again, I can't wait to actually dig into the journey of the club and, and also the journey of of the manager Peter, uh, and founder of um, Old Peeps FC, and also Danny, who is the vice captain of the first team. Guys, welcome to the show. Evening, evening. How are you? You right? I am well. I am well. I am well. Thank you. Thank you so much for for like coming on. Um, and you know what? Let's let's just start sh- straight away. Um, uh, when was um, old Peeps FC found, and what was the reason um, for like you know club started? Well, um, it was founded in 2020. Um, we uh, we started off the back of the lockdown. Um, 
we I had a call from a friend and we decided that we would we would do something properly and you know we we are here where we're at you know we we decided that we would um uh we we would have a a, a remit around mental health and stuff like that especially in men um and given the time that you know we were in found ourselves that we, there was a bit of a niche market to to come into in, in grassroots football so you know here we were and that's what we did we found ourselves um <coughs> excuse me sorry we found ourselves um coming into the league and, and getting on uh getting onto the uh getting onto the setup very quickly okay cool cool and to the vice captain danny um what was it that attracted you to the club um I would say they had a good when I when I got there I went there during um pre-season friendly um I had a couple friendlies with them got invited down by a friend of mine and the the vibe the, the vibe of everything was just nice everything was very nice um they played good football as well on top of that and you could I could see I could see the growth, I could see like a, a vision sort of thing in the in the club, so it felt it felt good, and and I just wanted to be a part of a club that felt good and played played good football. So yeah, and and uh, Pete is 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 like Daddy decent then. <laughs> Danny, Danny, he he came on board, and and to be fair, he he had he had options in a higher league. Um, he, he he had options to go away to to a higher league and play, you know, a better standard. If it's all being, you know, all being on him, <laughs> but we we managed to keep hold of him um, and his vocality and his general charisma and and everything else that that he brings to the to the club generally put him in the fold for the vice captaincy. You know, it's uh, it's it's something that we we're, we're very passionate about. We're, we're looking to keep hold of our best players and and certainly look to. Uh, to, to move forward as as a club and as a unit and and Danny's going to be hopefully a big part of that. Wow. And Danny, what uh, position do you play? Uh, well, striker is my favourite position, um, but I play anywhere on the top line, the, the right, the left. They've they've actually put me in a number ten this season, and yeah, I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, I've never, yeah. I never, that's one position I never really played, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm running through guys, so I'm enjoying it. <laughs> no, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And actually, Pete, um, what's your kind of um footballing journey? Uh, mine, I I've been sort of amateur all, all my football career. Really, um, started off with a team called the Works, um, back in 2008, and we won won the cup and a lot of the, the, the core of those guys actually came on board and started this with me when uh when we started this. So um yeah, we we've done the same thing again. We emulated what we did in the, the first season of our, our, our stint in two thousand and nine and, and we went on and won the cup last year. Um so yeah, we we're we're looking at kicking on from there this year really and, and really making it making a statement. Okay, nice and and uh, you know, um, you like guys are based in the Southern, um, so the Southern Vets Football League, which is which is amazing. Like seven seven divisions, and definitely over oh, probably over two two hundred teams, maybe possibly. Um, but like, what it makes old Peps different from from the other Vets teams? Um, if I'm honest, I think it's partly what we stand for with regards to helping men with their mental health um and then over and above that it's how we treat everyone you know we we don't we've, we've got football at the club available for everyone you know it doesn't matter what um what you come on board what kind of level you're at and where you where you're at we uh we we just uh we, we've got football for everyone you know with a casual setup and stuff so yeah, we we generally don't sort of say no to anyone, so that's for me what makes us a little bit sort of different to anyone else. Cool. And uh, same like question to like Danny. Uh, we're we're just a, we're what I've seen and how we've we've even started this season. We're I could just we're just the best. I like it's 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 just playing like that. The way that we play football, like the the build up. The um the quality up front, the quality of players that we have throughout the throughout the team is is 
yeah, it's I, I didn't even expect it when I come, but it's 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 yeah, it's it's crazy, and we're we're definitely going to be challenged for a lot this season. Oh, we've lost the phone. You've gone quiet, mate. You know what? My fault. You know, I literally had it on mute. That's an amateur move. But, you know, hey, it's the amateur football channel, so apologies. Um, uh, uh, I'd say, like, a bit of a side note to that. I mean, and I should love to kind of get both of your um, opinions about this. Do you think Vets football has a negative stigma? You know, when you kind of come up to 30, 31, 32, you know, when, like, you know, people mention Vets vets and football... Um, there's just a, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like, love to know if like you guys think it's got a negative stigma. Yeah, I can, um, I can answer yeah, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll let Dan answer that. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Um, well, um, in in this Fets team that in in Peeps now, I'm one of the oldest Fets, so I'm 38, but I've just started Vets this season because. Oh. Even me, I before this, I had that stigma about oh, I'm too, I'm still too good to play for the the vet sort of attitude sort of thing. I'm still playing that first team football, um, but yeah, it's it surprised me how the quality and how how good vets actually are. Um, yeah, the quality around is I can't deny it. I can't deny it. Yeah, but I I can be honest. The initial thought beforehand uh, to say two. Two seasons ago, I was thinking, no, I'm not going vets yet. I'm not playing that, like you know, that slow football. But it's it's nowhere, it's nowhere near that. It's nowhere near that. And and Peter, um, for me, no, there isn't a stigma around it at all. Um, I when we started the club, um, we decided that we would we would do things properly and we would start from the top and work our way down. Um, and we we found that getting a core of vets in was quite an easy thing to do. Um, and, yeah, I mean, with the banner that we have above the club with, with regards to the mental health side of things, then, you know, it, it just adds to the, the additions and, and adds to the, the core and, and having a, a good, you know, group of players to be able to, to call on. So, yeah, for me, no, there isn't. I can, I can see where Danny's coming from as a player um, because, yeah, I mean, if I was sort of in, in Danny's shoes and 38 and still still sort of being able to cut it, then, then I wouldn't want to either. But, yeah, for me, it's not. For me, there's nothing there. There's no, no stigma there, really. Um, you, do, you do get the odd player that doesn't quite want to want to come over yet, but, you know, they tend to come to a friendly or two and then they, they want to be a part of it, don't they, Dan? So, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the wrap, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got a message, and again, thank you to to all of the messages. Keep them, keep them flooded. I mean, I mean, literally, I'm getting, oh yeah, literally, I'm getting waved upon, wave upon waves of of comments. So, um, Glinty's come in and said, uh, I like um, played Pep uh, Pep's preseason. We're a good passing team, um, and and uh, literally, yeah, you know, like a good quality team. And and like, is it really important not only to to actually play good football? But also football that actually wins games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's all about playing good football and football that wins games as well. You know, we, you know, when we came off of, of a game a couple of weeks ago, we were disappointed that we'd conceded one in a in a five one win or something. I think it was Dan. If correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I remember you know you come off disappointed that you'd conceded the one. So yeah, for me. It, it works on both both fronts, really. You've got to be, you know, winning games and playing good football at the same time. Mm. And um, for like um, you, Danny, as the as the kind of vice vice captain, um, how like important is it regarding communication? And and again, like we actually we are like all of an age where communication is key now. You know, you can't just talk to someone like the little kids. It's just about finding that right balance to motivate someone and also yeah. being truth you know honest when things are not going right yeah 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 um yeah as well i was when they when they asked me to be vice captain i, I was i was kind of shocked myself because um yeah on the pitch I, i've always been a vocal player on the pitch to try to encourage um my teammates around me but at the same time 
it it can come across. I don't know because I'm so passionate. It can come across to some players if it may be a bit harsh. So I've had to learn myself how to how to um, communicate effectively on the pitch to get the best out of out of everyone. So um, yeah, I'm happy that that was seen within me uh, when I joined the club. That I I I came. I came to the club with a with a way to encourage every player to encourage them that they they can play they can play nice football they can play on the floor they can they've got it in them to do it and and it's been it's been shown we've been we've been we've been showing that in matches so um I was happy that um I was a part of bringing it out of certain players as well so yeah and PSN talents come in said best amateur club around hands down. From from vets to to the Sunday team, everyone deserves credit. And uh, this this probably nicely leads me up, you know, onto onto probably uh, another question. And this is this is probably to like Peter. Um, what's the kind of toughest thing regarding running a football club? Um, if I'm honest, it's the admin. Um, the toughest thing to run in a football club, you can get people there every week and, and every, everything else. But for me, the toughest thing is the admin and the speed in which we've grown. Um, you know, it's it's been crazy. And to find the, be able to find the right people to help you in certain roles, um, certain, you know, with certain secretarial duties and stuff like that. For me, it's the biggest thing to, to run a successful club. The admin has to be right. And ultimately, I, I think we're doing it at the moment. But yeah. It's it's by far the hardest thing. And how important is it for you, Peter, to actually have the have the right people around you, like people that who you can trust, um, regarding growth and branding, and of course recruitment as well. Oh, massively, yeah, it's hugely important. You know, um, it, we've got players that we trust on to draw players in. We've got players that we we trust on to to help in house with with certain things. You know, we've got. You know, players that play and are actively running secretarial duties for both the first, second, and and Sunday team. So, yeah, I think for me, it's hugely important that you have a group of people around you that you can trust. Mm-hmm. It would be silly to have people that you don't trust, really. To you know, yeah, yeah very true, very true. And uh, Cass has kind of come in and said they're a great bunch of lads. Big, big shout out to to LSU. And Tom Murphy has come in, said, um, came to the Sunday team with the intention to help uh, with my own mental health and the support from management and team players have definitely helped me with my mental health, which is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And actually, uh, Pete, you, you also manage the Sunday team. How is how is that going for you? <laughs> yeah, that was that was something that's actually just just come about, actually. Um I, I had been playing initially at the start of everything and the start of the club I'd been playing in goal um, and decided that this season the Sunday team needed you know needed a bit of help and so yeah we've won two of our three games I think so far so yeah we're, we're kicking on and really getting you know getting into the, the swing of Sunday league football so yeah we're, we're really really proud of you know Really pleased with how things are going. And uh, a question to like both of you, but uh, I like Danny to actually start. Um, what's the what's been the most challenging situation that you've um, had in your life? If you don't mind me asking. Um, um, well, I'm born and raised in Peckham, so <laughs> there's been a lot of uh, challenging moments um, throughout my life. But I would say. For me, the most challenging was having my first child, having my, my son, the first child, because I, I was never, I never thought I was the type to even have a child or a family, you know what I mean? So having my first child, that was, that was daunting. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy, but exciting at the same time. So mm-hmm. that's my, that was my, a major, yeah, um, and- moment and literally having having your first child, did that show you a different type of love that you've never experienced before? Uh, it showed me how to like, like give a different type of love. Yeah, 
yeah and and knowing that I had someone depending on me in that in that way um just brought out a different yeah different side to me different um a different aim in life that that I was willing to uh, always willing to feel yeah mm. and, and and actually probably being and again like please correct me if I'm wrong um probably being like a vice captain and uh, in a in a kind of very successful football club as well you know that's that's like something that you want your your like family to kind of look at later on in life as well to say wow like yeah, you know like yeah, my dad was exactly. was actually part part of this journey exactly exactly it's, i've got three kids now so yeah it's being the vice captain and telling them oh daddy like, i always come back with my football story so yeah letting them know that Daddy's a vice, like a captain of a team or a vice captain. Um, it's just, yeah, it just shows them that, you know what I mean? In anything that you can do, in that you do in life, you've got to just make sure you're positive and not just be positive to yourself, but whoever's around you, your close people around you, just try to encourage them to do better as well. That's, that's how I see it, yeah. Uh, same, same question to Peter. Um. I'd probably say the same thing, if I'm honest. The, the most challenging thing that's happened in my life that sort of taught me the, the biggest lesson was, was having my daughter as well. Um, taught me, again, how to give a different kind of love and, you know, sort of certainly taught me how to, you know, how to share myself a bit more, you know. It, it was, I was, until I had her, it was all a bit sort of self-motivated and stuff, and now... It's all about her and, and the kids. So, yeah, going forward, um, I've got four kids now, um, three three stepchildren, but you know they're still my kids. But yeah, we uh, we, we're a growing family, and uh, yeah, this this is a challenging moment now, really, with with having what we've got going on as a club and all of the the things that we've got going on behind the scenes. It's it's challenging, equally as challenging now, trying to juggle this and and that as well. Yeah, oh, amazing, and you know, it, it, and like we we all come from that kind of generation, and again, I you know I definitely want to touch upon this before I th- think it was that kind of masculinity, like it's you know that kind of ego that literally put us ahead. Of, well, that we thought put us into our peer groups, and again, it's not until someone is relying on you and and let's say you and you actually want to feel that unconditional love from someone. That's actually yeah. when you know. That everything that he was doing before just doesn't yeah, mean anything. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. not at all. That's it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Not at all. Yeah, all that, um, all the fun and games. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's everything's a part of life. But yeah, when, when, um, when reality hits and when you you have to have people to rely on, or, or family, or kids, or you know, to rely on you, then that's when you have to you have to show your responsibility to life and to your loved ones. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and again, let me just say thank you to all of the comments coming in. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to catch up. Uh, alrighty. So, uh, PS ta- talent has come in and said, um, uh, be, oh, sorry, best third team in the league since, since Pete took over. I'm, I'm guessing that that's meant to say best rather than beat. Uh, and again, PSN Talent, also the charity work that they do is amazing. Ramsgate uh, was amazing today for for everyone. Um, yeah, Shipi, could you kind of talk to me about the charity work that you do? Yeah, of course. Um, so what we did when we sort of put the club, um, got the club together and, and myself and Ben, who who is the co-founder, um, we, we got together and we decided that we would ultimately still have uh, a piece of the club that we give back always. Um, and we, we decided that we would have four, four or five charities close to our hearts that we would, we would work for. So one of them being prostate cancer UK, one of them being mind, of course, another one being Lily foundation. Um, and then the other one being the British uh, or is asthma and lung UK now, I think it's called, um, so with those four charities, we, we we aim to raise as much money as possible for them whilst we're doing our charity work, as well as trying to, you know, win trophies on the pitch as well. 
that's, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. And and Sean Terry said, um, Danny's an absolute legend, lifts everyone on the pitch and a great leader. And actually, you know what? Um, Danny, question to you. What really yeah. winds your gears? What's the one pet peeve that you hate any of your teammates doing? Um, <laughs> um, ah, mate. I've got a few, I'll say two. <laughs> well, definitely one is not is not doing the simple things correctly. Definitely, yeah, I've got three. I've got three. Not doing the simple things correctly. Obviously, we all make mistakes, but constantly doing like the same thing. Not, I'm not saying just peeps. That's in general, yeah. That's in general. <laughs> um, not. I, I've always believed that football's a communicating game, so everyone on the pitch should either communicate with the person next to them or communicate it just in general. No one should be silent in the in the game. So uh a lot people not talking, that kind of irks me. Uh and then when people waste too much time talking to the ref. Yeah. I guess I'm okay. And Ant has said shooting from fifty yards. Uh, oh yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh gosh actually um talk talking about referees um like in how how important is it that you know we all as 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 kind of masters or vets respect the referees and and to respect their officials and mm-hmm. and like you know peter i'd love for you to go first um probably not the not the person you need to ask i love an argument on the pitch me um <laughs> But no, um, in general, yeah, it is it is hugely important that we respect the referees. But for me, there, there needs to be a degree of respect back as well, and and that's something that you don't get very often. Um, for me, on the pitch, you know, you get a very much, you know, we're gonna we're gonna rule with this this way, we're gonna rule in this way, and that will be that. We're not gonna be approachable anymore. We're not gonna be. Not going to be this and that. So I think for me, whilst the respect campaign has been a great, great thing for grassroots levels and the younger kids, when it comes up to being adult football and 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 everything else like that, for me, it's you know you need to communicate more with the players. You need to let them know why you're making certain decisions and why you you know why you feel like that decision is is the right one. You know, um, certainly with the captain, and for me that that has gone that has gone out the window entirely. So. Yeah, it's yeah for me. It's it, you got you got to respect them because ultimately, without them, we don't have a game. Um, yeah. we, we don't have a game. We can't play a game that's that's sophisticated without an official. So, um, yeah. you know, you got to give them the respect that they are you know, they are deserving of. But then ultimately, then if they, they do make mistakes, then they they are going to get castrated for it, which which unfortunately is is the way of way of the world. Unfortunately, but yeah. They they are a, a huge part of the game, and if it wasn't for you know, we didn't have them in the game, we wouldn't have a game. So, yeah, cool, yeah. Uh, Ant Honors kind of come in and said, Pete does a fantastic job running the club, works uh, all around the clock to get free teams, preseason games, new kits, sponsors, charity games at the New Den, uh, and also Dan is a great addition to this to the team. Peter, when do you sleep? Like you know, when, when, like seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, very rarely, if I'm honest. Uh, it's there's a lot going on, and it's it's something that I'm very passionate about. And if I could click my fingers and have us ready and and playing at that level and be you know being that that kind of stable club, then I would. But you know, to get there, there needs to be that hard work put in, and ultimately, I'll I'll rest when it's done. I think that's that that's going to be my motto. I'll rest when it's done. Yeah, I love that. And um, I think I'm actually thinking of other teams I have spoken to. And honestly and truthfully, old peeps 
your ethos and your message really is about mental health. You know, that's that's kind of something that you two have really spoken heavily about and also reading the messages as well. Um, I think, you know, um, we all know that, you know, suicides um, in, in like, you know, men age between 40 and 49, 50 is the highest in the, highest in the UK. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like love to get your opinions about how we can encourage uh, a lot more conversations regarding men and their mental health. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm kind of all ears. Dan, you want to go first, mate? Listen, John. Um, yeah, I think with um, definitely mental health within um, within men. I think men, we as men, we need to talk more. I think we need to confide more in our in our family and our friends, and don't be afraid to yeah don't never be afraid to express yourself or to um yeah to say what's on our mind because it once it's once it, I've always, yeah once it's out my nan's always told me once once you you express yourself and you you let out what whatever's eating you up inside it's just like a weight off your shoulders. You know what I mean, and and there's always there's sometimes in your mind you think, oh, there's no one to talk to, or there's no one, but there there's there's always there's always someone to talk to, and there's always someone to, or even even doing something that you love, like me, on uh, on a Monday I'm thinking about sat football on a Saturday, football's my my therapy, my you know what I mean, my council session, um, but doing anything that you love, swimming. Look on library, reading books, whatever. Just make sure you're doing something that you enjoy during the week, or you know what I mean, to to get things off your mind. Um, yeah, my important. Uh, Peter, um, for me, yeah, exactly the same. Just encourage and and open up that space for men to be able to to talk. Um, we we very much. A, a generation of men now that have been brought up along the, the the lines of you know you're a man and you've got to you've got to keep that front up and you've got to you've got to keep up the 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 persona of being this this tough guy but ultimately yeah um that's that's exactly right that comment has just come in there's a massive stigma around mental health especially men's mental health and we're trying to end that and and end it in a positive way you know yeah, it, it's it's um, you know, I'm I'm 41, and again in 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 like our household, I'm you know I'm the oldest as well, so so you know I'm you know I'm the one, you know that that's kind of got to keep that stiff upper lip that you know everything is okay, um and whatnot, and and yeah, I can I can I can definitely say that I've that I've suffered. Uh, and uh, you know, um, it's probably not until recently, probably in my late thirties, possibly where where like, I started to actually talk openly about everything that's kind of gone on. And and um, you know, we we need more conversations. Yeah, um, we need more conversations about this. Absolutely. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, certainly, something that we're looking to to have at the forefront of. I mean, even if you look at our badge, our badge is is it's good to about two heads, you know, male and female and that brain. And, and it's, yeah, we, we, we just need to open up the conversation. That's all we need to do. And, and just not be so hard on men when they do start to open up that conversation, because there is still a stigma around men when they do open up that conversation and start the talk. Um, so yeah, just our door is always, will always be open for anyone. Whoever wants to talk, you know, whether it be an oppo, uh, a ref that's just sent one of our players, or whatever the case may be, you know, we're 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 there and we're open to to, to you know, we'll, we'll keep that a door open for anyone. Amazing. Uh, so Tony's, sorry, Dan. I say in saying that there was a ref yesterday. I think uh, if he wants to hold at me, then I think yeah, because he was under pressure yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the match yesterday, yeah, the ref was under pressure. I think uh, I'm here if you want to talk, man. 
Yeah, love that. Love that. Me, was dead goes back to what I said about the, the referees and, and stuff today. Like he was he, he was open enough to come up to us at the end of the game and talk about how we'd made the mistakes, but at the same time he was ultimately put into that position when he by your position and and ourselves to be fair, where he to make the decisions and, and ultimately yeah he was he, he had it about him to come up and, and talk to us after the game and it was yeah it was it was good to, it was refreshing actually to have a, such an inexperienced ref actually talk to us at the end of the game and really go over what he was what he was thinking and stuff so yeah. ultimately well played to them to be fair yeah. uh, the comments have flooded in um, <laughs> uh, so Tony so it- Coming and said uh, that the team is doing amazing. Keep up the brilliant work. Um, Marlene Morris, hopefully I've got your first name right. Um, watching what my brother has done from the start to finish. We are also proud of him. And they're a great team. Uh, Tony Morris is coming again. I think all peeps I see are an inspiration. And hopefully they can get other members of the community to understand more about uh, mental health and being aware of someone else's mental health issues too. Um, Tom Murphy, coming from personal feelings, it's very hard as a man to speak out due to some people thinking you're weak. But from the moment you start speaking and, and speaking it out makes you feel strong as a person. And, you know, that's that's so important, isn't it? You know, um, people think being vulnerable is weak as men, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's, it's viewed as a weakness, isn't it? And, and ultimately, it isn't, you know? It's just yeah, something it's, that has to, has to be yeah. spoken about because otherwise it can get too much and too far. Mm-hmm. And God forbid it gets, you know, too far that it can't be brought back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's see, Thomas coming again, and the realization that there are uh, that there are people out there in the same situation makes you feel like you're not alone. Um, Marlene is coming again. All mental health, whether male or female, I love what the guys are playing for, and finally getting men's mental health open, um, um, getting men's mental health as open as as females. Uh, very, very true. Um, broccoli is coming. Um, I've, um, I've like Danny. Sorry, um, I've, um, I've like Danny have joined um, old Peps. Oh, I like Danny has joined the old Peps this season. Personally, the support and and welcome I received from the players and club staff was amazing. Actually, Danny, did you do a um, initiation song? No, hell no. No, Peter, what's no. going on? We, we missed a trick there. We missed a oh. trick. We, we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In day f- f- five, five, six? Oops. Yeah, that's six. 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 Yeah, so um, you guys are second. Um, so yeah. question to you, Dan. But yeah. who's Who's been the toughest team that you guys have played um, so far this season? Oh, well, well, just so far, full stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, like I said, first, first year playing Vets and... The game that we had yesterday against LSU, yeah, that was our... Well, we've had two tough ones in two weeks. So yesterday, LSU, that was a tough one. Um, Yeah, good side. Um, Yeah, that was our first um, tough opponents in the league. And the week before, we had a a cup game against Groundhoppers. Was it Groundhoppers? Yeah, yeah, that was... That was a, a good game as well. Um, the the cup game, the re- the result, the final result didn't match. I know a lot of teams say this, but you wouldn't tell who was who was in a higher league and who wasn't. Like we 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 
we did we played well, but we let ourselves down in the second half. But LSU yesterday, very good game, very good game yesterday. And uh, could you elaborate in terms of what you guys did in the second half against uh, Grasshoppers to let yourself down? Um, well, we well from first half we went two goals down early. Um, yeah, just silly mistakes. Went two goals down early. Uh, came back into it to make it two one. Yeah, after twenty minutes, we was the better side, playing a better football, um, creating chances. wasn't taking our chances. Um, and then they hit us on a counter attack to make it three one at half time. And then second half, they just had more, yeah, more energy about them. Yeah, and then yeah, just went went downhill from there. But um, yeah, first half you couldn't tell who was who was in the higher league or not. I think if they were on here, they'll tell you that they had a good a good game on on that on that match. Okay, and question to like Peter, did do you get involved in in like any conversations if if like certain things are not happening with the first team? Um, no. Uh, is the honest answer. I, I kind of let the manager do their thing, the manager and the secretary do their thing and, and, and run the club as as and when they need to. I mean, if if they do need my support in any matter, they've got it, you know, whole, whole, wholeheartedly. Um, but generally, yeah, I let them, let them crack on. Okay, cool. And what's the objectives for old peeps? Um... The objectives this season are more more silverware, um, and ultimately we we've got aims behind the scenes to be at a certain level by next year, and we're looking to try and achieve that. So, yeah, we we've got we've got aims to to win win more silverware this season. Certainly, we you know, we want to keep hold of that tournament that we won last season. Um, and go one better and win the league this year, especially as the first team. Um, and the second team want to emulate that, you know, emulate the first team as well. So it's it's all about the bar's been set now by the first team from last season, and, and it's about following it up and constantly bringing it up to up to standard and doing what we need to do. Peter, you're being very, very, very modest here. Uh, I didn't like that answer at all. What's going on? Come on, please tell us exactly what you guys are doing behind the scenes. The ladies' team. Come on, right, let's talk about the ladies. Well, the, the ladies actually had their first um, session today. Um, they, yeah, they, they had their first session, open session today at Charlton Park, and they'll be coming on board over at our training venue on Thursday. Um yeah, we we're we're moving forward as a club. We 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 we're steamrolling forward. This you know this this over the last twelve months. Um, so yeah, we're certainly certainly doing some special things. And and you know the the addition to the women's like the women's addition this season or next season will be will be awesome. And then we'll kick on hopefully with a county team and then and then go from there. Well, that is that is amazing work. Absolutely amazing. Uh, H2O's I coming and said, Dan. I say, Pete, I think I'll be coming for extra training. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, hey, H2O's coming and said, uh, Danny and Sean, you are the old Southeast legends. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, Paul has come in and said, um, old. Or Peps uh, is the first football club I played for, and uh, that actually felt like an extended family. We all look after each other. Uh, Tony is coming again. You put. Um, um, have you got any more charity games lined up? No, nothing. In, in all honesty, we were talking about that yesterday. No, nothing at the moment. We're looking to try and get something done up for Christmas time, but it might be a bit too late now to be thinking about Christmas. But potentially. There's something in the new year, certainly for for another big venue potentially. Okay. So what okay. this space? Okay, and Danny, it kind of looks like you you have a team that's literally um, that's kind of looking to mark you out, you know, at the game. Um, has you um, have you got a response to H2O? Um, many people have tried to mark me out the game, and it's, <laughs> I'm still I'm still you know what I mean I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> keep those pockets deep, Dan. Keep those pockets deep. 
yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, Dan, what's um, what's your kind of own um, objectives uh, this season? Uh, well, okay, I started this season. I said to myself, I want at least fifteen goals, at least ten assists. Want to win the league? That just that's without doubt. Want to win the league, um, and yeah, the cups that we're on, I want to win a cup as well. Yeah, definitely. Love that. Definitely. Love that. And Annie has come in and said, just like to say how well Pete and the team have done in such a short space of time. I'm so glad to be part of this club in the background. Uh, so, so literally, I guess Annie is literally part of the management staff. Yeah, Annie deals with all the media. She's my sister. She deals with media, um, gets all the posts out, social media and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, she deals with all the graphics and all the posts and generally keeps us out there and up the, you know, up the lights and yeah, do it, you know, keep doing what we do. Annie, I salute you. Big shout out to you, Annie, honestly. Yeah. Big, big shout out. Um, so, yeah, where can people find uh, you guys? Um, please, again, like spread out your contact details, please. Well, we're contactable at um, oldpeeps at gmail.com, um, oldpeeps VFC, sorry, at gmail.com, or Pete at oldpeepsfc.co.uk, or you can find us at Cold Harbour on, on the Wednesday and Thursday evening between sort of half seven and half eight, um, or half seven and half nine, sorry. Um, yeah, we'll be training there every week, so come on down. By all means, give us a shout if you want to come and play for us and we're, we're, we're always looking for, for that extra bit of quality to take us forward. So, by all means, get, get in touch. Amazing. Uh, and uh, to you, Danny, um, any any like, new like, players that actually come down to train, what type of welcome will will um, they expect? Yeah, every, any, everyone gets feels welcome straight away. Um, there's a number of players that, that you know, go up and, and welcome themselves and yeah, they'll have a good session, have a nice little laugh. Um, yeah, everyone feels welcome. Like I, like I said, when I came, the my the first the first preseason, I felt I felt at home straight away. Yeah, yeah, straight away. So I felt loyal to them when it came to the end of preseason. I had, like he said, I had offers to go other clubs, but um, I just yeah, I felt at home. I felt. You know what I mean? It was a good place to to um, play my football this season. So, yeah. No, any player that comes on, anyone that comes to watch, will all feel welcome. Oh, that's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Danny and Peter, thank you so much for coming on. And again, big shout out to Sean as well. Big, big shout out to Sean. Sean, um, again. Um, Special thank like every- you. Yeah, Yo, definitely. <laughs> 100%. Um, and again, this is, this is literally what football is about it's about you know communication um and networking and again exactly what i what i kind of um said to you pete like i had no idea that you guys even existed and then literally when i kind of did um my little bit of research and then when i spoke to you briefly as well i'm like oh my gosh like this is this is like not only a team this is a family and and uh, you put mental health like at the forefront of of everything else and you know, I can see by like the comments, um, you know, people should love exactly what you you like guys are doing. So um honestly, thank you, thank you so much for for um for coming on to the like channel. Honestly, no, thank I you so much. I'm tuned into you every week. So yeah, yeah, you're you're doing a big thing for, for grassroots football. And yeah, you're getting viewers in, you're you're you're, you're making things aware, making making people aware of um of grassroots football and, and the discussions that you have is is yeah, I rate it man. So keep up you keep up the good the good thing that you're doing as well. Absolutely, yeah. These are the kind of platforms that grassroots football needs. Um absolutely needs it from from day one. Um you need to be able to get on these kind of platforms and spread the word about grassroots football because it's uh it's it's an un unspoken about sort of topic really 
in in the whole country. It's it's you know we don't sort of we don't bat an eyelid at how much we have to pay and stuff like that to play grassroots football and stuff. And you know there are other countries that get it for free, so we've got to look really and and dig deep into what we can what we can do to really sort of get the word out there. So thank you honestly for what you're doing. It's genuinely been been something something great. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, no. I am, I am far from perfect. Far from perfect. But, but honestly, thank you, thank you, like so much for the for the kind words. Before we leave, um, I just want to uh, mention to everyone out there watching. I have a show every single Monday called the Starting Eleven. It's the hot topics from from the Premiership. Uh, Michelle. Um, Joe and Billy will be hosting every Monday at eight o'clock live. I also have the live London Vets draw. Sorry, the old peeps are not in the London um, Vets um, round, but hey, like it's a live draw. Jamal and myself um, will be, you know, again just um, talking talking about the results. And again, as I said before, a live draw. And this is on Monday to our tomorrow at half past nine. I have a podcast as well, the Amateur Footballer podcast that comes out every single Friday. And this is original content. And this is just me talking about uh, my uh, ups and downs, um, how I feel about football, how I feel about life. Uh, and yeah, please, please tune in. That's the Amateur Football um, podcast on on the Selk platform. And I also um, produce work for the Sunday Football League as well, um, every Friday. So please tune in every single Friday um, and you'll hear me talk talk to someone about uh, grassroots football. And, and of course, you know, like the main show, which uh, again, Danny and Peter has, you know, have been on today. Every single Sunday at eight o'clock live, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, we just um, talk about football, vets, you know, open age, you know, um, ladies football, um, whatever you guys want to talk about, I am here for you. Again, big shout out to Peter and Danny from All Peeps FC. Thank you, guys. If, Thank you. Uh, yeah, if you know, if you kind of want to know more, please. Please DM either myself or you know again through Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and again I'll be happy to to actually send your details through. Thank you guys for watching. We'll be back next week Sunday. Have an amazing week.